This is Sean from Search for Meaning Oxford. We hold weekly conversations for people searching for answers to some of life's most important questions through reflections on the sacred writings of the Baha'i faith. Our events are free and open to everyone. Each week, we do a short roundup of the conversation we just had in this short podcast. This week, we talked about living a coherent life, which at this time when we're all feeling so disconnected and life feels so fragmented, seems an important topic to discuss. We had a great group on the Zoom call, some new friends and some regulars, and we read a few short passages from the Baha'i writings together and then had a fascinating conversation about our own perspectives on the subject. Daniel Shabnam and I will share the quotes and some of the reflections that came up in the conversation. We cannot segregate the human heart from the environment outside us and say that once one of these is reformed, everything will be improved. Man is organic with the world. His inner life molds the environment and is itself also deeply affected by it. The one acts upon the other, and every abiding change in the life of man is the result of these mutual reactions. So we found this quote very interesting because um, it essentially expresses the idea that the transformation of the individual and the transformation of a society are intimately linked and that um, developing our own potential and growing personally um, can't really be separated from the welfare um, of of our societies. Um, So um, often our environments will impact our um, our moral standards and our behaviour. So if we are wanting to grow and develop on a personal level, it's also really important to look outwards and be of, ser- and be of service to others because we actually um, even spoke about the idea that there are certain qualities and virtues that are very difficult or even impossible to develop um, on one's own. So it's very difficult to learn to be generous if you have no one to give to or... Um, to be forgiving if you're not surrounded by other people. So that's why um, this idea of man and like the individual and society being um, very linked is an important one. And it seems like the reverse of that is also true, that if you want to truly be of service to society, you have to also be prepared to do that internal work, that... Uh, you know that sort of personal transformation, and so the, we we can't focus exclusively on one or the other. I do think that you know we had many examples in the conversation, people giving examples of um, of those who were pursuing one or the other, but that re- understanding that the two are related seems so important. Actually, one of the group made the point that the fact that our external world affects us internally kind of makes sense to us. We've all had experiences of being in difficult environments. The interesting word in this this quote is that our inner life also shapes the world around us. And that's a less obvious connection. It's more challenging. It's more interesting, actually. We, We spent quite a lot of time talking about how does the internal life uh, and therefore the sort of internal spiritual development that we might do as as you know in our own practices and our own lives how does that affect the outside world 
And one of the participants said, well, our values affect the way we behave. And the way we behave, of course, has a big impact on others and a big impact on the world, the choices we make, the decisions we make. But also our interior sort of state of mind, our mood, uh, you know, if we're angry, if we're compassionate, the sort of different virtues and the different sort of ways that we are living also have a great effect on how we impact on others. And, of course, everything is connected. Here in the uh, first line of this quote, it says, we can't expect that everything will be improved unless we we do look at this from, from both sides. And um, I find that... Uh, something that emerges in a lot of these uh, a lot of these quotes is this kind of message of positivity that actually maybe everything will be improved if we get it right um, and that there could be this kind of virtuous cycle where I'm improving myself and I'm improving the society around me and I begin to kind of see that relationship in all the things that I do. Shab, let's have the second quote. Some of the creatures of existence can live solitary and alone. Some animals are isolated and need and lead a separate existence away from their kind. But this is impossible for man. In his life and being, cooperation and association are essential. Through association and meeting, we find happiness and development, individual and collective. So it seems to be saying here that cooperation is really essential and it's really, really important important that we learn how to do that um, but it's also quite obvious by by looking around us that we can see examples where that's not the case that's not happening um, examples of conflict um, even examples of people with you know the right intentions and they want to cooperate but finding that very difficult um, and that process is really interesting about kind of coming together trying to work together finding it difficult but then there's like another step of persevering through that. And, and I think through that, a community is built through that. And uh, we find happiness and development, individual and collective, as it says in the, uh, in the quote. And I think that's one of the reasons we, we started this project. And um, we were beginning to see that with people kind of coming together and people who are uh, so different, but are able to, to cooperate. You know, when you, when you think about the fact that we're all connected in this way that it describes here, you know, we, we really begin to see humanity as a single organic whole, almost like a, a human body itself. We know from, from that concept that one part of the body is sick, the whole body is sick. You can't, you can't maintain... Uh, a healthy whole, if you allow parts of the body to be impoverished, parts of it to be without sustenance or oxygen, it just sort of doesn't work. And I think, you know, we're all living that reality in the pandemic right now that where we've sort of, we've seen how we're all connected, you know, literally through, you know, in the ways in which we, we, we need everybody to be healthy in order for any of us to be healthy. And so I think that that conception of all of us being connected really changes our orientation to caring for others and to being of service to others um, when we see ourselves 
as an organic part of a whole. Yeah, just to add to that, in our group, this idea of cooperation and association struck a chord with um, some of the members. And it raised the question also of um, if cooperation and association are not only important, but essential, then how can we think about creating environments um, that allow for this kind of cooperation and association? Um, And the theme of community came up because it's something that's come to the fore during and the pandemic, particularly during the, um, the lockdown. Um, and so we spoke about how we could create communities um, which promote these values. And linked to that as well is this idea that if we appreciate that we need environment, positive environments in order to grow ourselves, um, it makes it even more important to, to create um, these spaces and then linked to that as well, we, we spoke about the idea that some environments, while some can be very positive, some can also be um, toxic and have a very negative impact on, um, on our lives and on the lives of others. So um, we discussed a bit on, you know, how do we react to that? How can we, can we do something to change that through our own um, behaviour, through our own actions and through our conversations with others? So obviously that's a very kind of a big question that we asked and we began to, to discuss. Building on that point, in our group, we talked about how one of the key things to learning about working together and building that sort of cooperative environment is the importance of recognising that individuals are different and we need to create the space for that kind of diversity to flourish this cooperation and connectedness can't result in a sort of uniformity. It has to really preserve uh, that diversity and that richness, and it has to protect space for people to be individual and uh, and distinct, as well as being a part of that collective, as it says in the end of the quote. So that was our conversation for this week. Thank you, Daniel and Shabnam. Thank you. Thank you. Do join us for our next podcast, which will be a conversation about consultation, how we work and take decisions collectively without conflict or competition. Also, please visit our Facebook page, Search for Meaning Oxford.